we may be or you may be in a situation to where you don't feel loved. You don't feel valued. You don't feel honored. You don't feel cherished. You don't feel like anyone sees you. And because of that, it can be hard to receive love. But God's love is enough. Because he thought of you to take your place. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed in Jesus' name. I just love that. Um, This is the Wednesday before Christmas. I hope everyone has gotten all their Christmas um, shopping done. If you are last minute, ship it in one or two days, you know, hope your packages get where they need to get, right? Um, And more so than that, I hope that people um, are not just ready to receive, but are also ready to give to others. And not necessarily just to people that you know, but have you given to somebody that you don't know? Have you given to a stranger on the street? Um, There are so many people around us. You can just look outside in your neighborhood, in your city, um, wherever you are, and there is someone that needs help, someone that needs support, someone that needs a meal, someone that is in need of a Christian um, to be that angel, to be that presence, to be um, that one to give. The Bible says that, you know, it's no good for us to pray for the poor, you know, in hopes that they are able to give a meal, get a meal and eat if we're not the ones that are giving them the food. Or hoping that they stay warm during the winter when we're not the one that's giving them clothes or a place to stay or blankets or other resources. So, y'all, I challenge you before we get into this episode, be that angel. Be um, the hands and feet of Christ as we are called to be. I remember um, this past hmm, Friday. Yes, it was last Friday. Um, my job had a potluck. And I mean, for some reason, all the good food showed up. And I was like... Yes, I'm taking me a plate home. I'm taking my husband a plate home. I'm not cooking tonight. This is what we're going to have for dinner, period. Yeah, I did it. That's just what I did. Um, (laughs) But I I was literally walking out with, I mean, there was lasagna. There was these glass noodles. It was like garlic noodles. It was lumpia. It was, I mean, it was just a bunch. It was like beef. It was just a bunch of all just deliciousness. And I had two plates and I I was walking out of my job. I was leaving work and I seen a man and he was digging in the dumpster looking for food. And I was like, Lord, I can't walk past this man with two big plates loaded of food and not give this to him. Like, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll just cook tonight. So I gave it to him and I want us to, see people and this is kind of not where we're going in the whole episode but here we are I want us to see people as God sees people because they're people 
they have stories they have lives they have testimonies and just some of them lost their way or need help or support or one of us to step in and intervene and pray and i and i hope you know and this and this guy wasn't in a mental state to where we can have a conversation back and forth um so i gave him the food and when i got in my car i was just praying for him just pray and so i challenged someone to be that angel to be the hands and feet of jesus um, not just during this time of the year but when the lord presents opportunity to us amen so y'all um we are still counting down um ua unassociated is having a our i won't say our because i'm a part of unassociated we are having our annual poetry jam in los angeles february 4th so if you have not arranged your tickets or your hotel or whatever it is that you need to do to get there get there okay it's a free event who doesn't love free event who doesn't love free christian community young folks loving jesus it's gonna it's, it's, it's always been amazing. It's going to continue to be amazing. So y'all get there. Um, y'all get there. Um, in the vein of prayer, we are just talking about a moment ago, let us pray for um, the family of Stephen Boss. I know a lot of us heard the news via, you know, the internet, watching TV. Um, Stefan Boss, who we all know as Twitch, a, a young man that was a part of the Ellen DeGeneres show, as the DJ, a part of So You Think You Can Dance. I mean, he was such a important part of like America's home, always on the TV, always smiling, always dancing. Um, we lost him um, this past week to suicide. 40 years old, three kids, a wife, family, loved ones, friends have lost someone dear to them. And even if we don't know someone on a personal level, we are still called to pray for them. We're still called to lift them up. And so my my additional request is for all the believers to just pray for that family. And if you yourself are having feelings of or thoughts of suicide, you feel like life isn't worth living. I want you to reach out to us as the unassociated team. Um, reach out to us on our Instagram. You can DM us. You can DM me at underscore create with Kendra. That's create with a K. Um, go on our website and you can message um, Ask Church Boy or you can message Ask Kendra. And we want to pray for you. And I know there have been some folks in the past that have been um, that have reached out to us with these concerns, with these burdens. And we are praying for you continuously. And so if that is you and you need some some Christian community and some support, reach out to us we want to help we want to um encourage um you um in the lord okay 
Um, That being said, this episode today, I want to remind us of God's love. I know for me recently, I needed to be reminded of God's love. And I know last week we talked about um, loving God for who he is. Um, not necessarily just exclusively for what he's done, but what, he, but for who he is. And we named um, all of his names and just, just him being God. But today I want to focus on what he has done. And I can't name every single thing that he's done for you, every single thing that he's done for me, because I'd be here forever. My camera would die. My my mic would just be like Kendrick quit talking. Um, but there are two things that the Lord has done for us. And that's what I want to talk about. Well, it's, it's the one thing. It's the one thing. And um, that's what I want to talk about. So um, normally... Um, I don't pray until the end, but let's pray. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you thanks. You're such a great God. You're such a dependable God. You're such a loving God. And today, God, I pray as we um, enter into your scripture, your holy scripture, and as we have a conversation about your goodness and your mercy and your love that you open the hearts and the minds of your children that are listening to this in this very moment. God, I pray that you soften the hearts, allow us to receive um, the love and whatever it is that you called us to listen to, called us to receive in your son Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all grab your Bibles. Get your sword, get your sword, get your sword. We can never be without our Bibles. We can never be without the word of God. The word of God is life. The word of God is absolutely everything, everything we need. So we're going to go to Romans, Romans chapter five, and we're going to read verses six through 11. If you got your phones, grab your phones. If you have your Bibles, grab your Bibles. If you're listening to this in the car, hold on to the steering wheel. Amen. We're going to read for you. So, excuse me. We are going to go and start from verse six and I'm reading from the new King James version and the word of the Lord reads for when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. Verse 8 says, but God demonstrated his own love towards us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. From when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more, having reconciled, with, having reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Thank you, Jesus. The last verse reads, and not only that, we will also rejoice in God through the Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have received reconciliation. And the word of the Lord is blessed. And the word of the Lord is blessed. 
we thank God. I know I thank God for this. When I was reading this, I was reminded that God is so good and he's so full of love. And of course, growing up in the church and learning about the birth of Jesus and hearing about the resurrection, we know this stuff. A lot of us know this stuff. But when you reread it and you actually make this account and these scriptures personal, then it becomes personal. And I was reading this and God has been dealing with me about love and not just love as humans love, but his love. And reading the scripture, I've I gained a deeper level of gratitude and understanding of how God loves. Literally, in all my filth, in all my sin, in all my shame, in all the many times I didn't cross God, I didn't disobeyed God, I, didn't, I was doing stuff that I was not supposed to be doing. God sent his son. And Jesus took my place. And when you say it like that, literally, okay, God died for the sins of the world. That that statement alone is just huge. But when I said to myself last night, Jesus took my place. Because being born in a world of sin and shaped in immortal wickedness, Sin entering into the world separated us, from, separated us from God. And the sin that I have committed and the sin that you have committed, God's wrath was going to be poured out on somebody. Somebody was going to catch that heat. Somebody was going to catch them hands. But God allowed his son to come and take the heat. And Jesus literally took my place. There was a moment that the weight of the world and the sins of the world was so heavy on him. That Jesus said, God, if there's another way for me to pay for their sins, let this cup pass from me. But even still, his love for us kept him on the cross. And the Bible says in verse 7 of Romans 5, For scarcely a righteous man will one die. People are just not out here sacrificing their lives for the sake of other people. And the Bible says, even for a righteous man, many people would just be like, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm not going to do that. But Jesus took death for you. Because you and me, We deserved death. (laughs) But Jesus took my place. And I just began to weep. Oh my gosh, I was (laughs) mascara running, makeup ruined. But just to think about God's love, so rich, so powerful, 
that he said, I love Kendra enough. I love Michael enough. I love Susan enough. I love Keisha enough. Whatever your name is, I loved him enough. I loved her enough to come down from heaven into earth, born lowly, to be mistreated, to be accused, to be ridiculed, to be set up to die on the cross. And he didn't say a mumbling word. That's love. And there's no greater love than that. And out of that love, there are two things that I want us to recognize. One, that God's love is enough for you to receive. And the second thing I want us to know is that God's love is enough for you to give. I say that God's love is enough for us to receive because we may be or you may be in a situation to where you don't feel loved. You don't feel valued. You don't feel honored. You don't feel cherished. You don't feel like anyone sees you. And because of that, it can be hard to receive love. But God's love is enough because he thought of you to take your place. And not even just in that moment, to over 2,000 years ago, he thinks about you all the time. He wants the best for you. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to tap into him and lean into him and come into relationship with him so he can reveal the mysteries of God to you. So he can speak to you, so he can minister to your soul, so you can find your purpose in him. So he can get glory out of your life and your life become a testimony that can touch many. This is what he wants for you. So if you're out there and you feel like no one loves me, God is crazy in love with you. If you don't feel that you are valuable or that you are worth love, God loves you beyond what you can think. And he loves you beyond what people can love you. And I, and I said this to a, to, a, to a new friend that I met um, this past week. And I said, there is never a moment to where I'm not loved because God loves me. And I'm so glad that God's love is not like people's because people will love you depending on what you do for them whether if you are on their nerves or not, whether they're feeling you or not, it just really depends on people's moods. But literally, and this is what God shared to me. He said, Kendra, I want to teach you how to love like me. And he said, I want you to remember there have been times where you ignored me, where you didn't consider my feelings. right? Where you did what you wanted to do and didn't even think of me. Where you disobeyed me and I still loved you. And that's the second thing I want to talk about is that God's love is enough for us to give. If God can love me, and I'm going to talk about me, okay? And you can talk about you because you know you, but if God can love me 
and my raggedy behavior. And if God can love me and in and, and, and moments of, of disobedience and not considering him, I'm pretty sure I have done things to hurt God's feelings. But guess what? God can take it. Does that mean that I just because he can take it, do I continue to, to the Bible says, crucify him of flesh? No, 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 no. Does that mean I continue to sin, to live in sin? No, because sin is missing the mark. Sin is will separate us from God. And I love God so much that I want to be in relationship with him, that I want to please him. And not only that, I want him to teach me how to love like he does. So that boss, that neighbor, that family member that then cussed you out, that and lied on you, that and did you wrong, you can still love them, still pray for them. The Bible says if someone curses you, you don't return to that person with another cursing. But you give them a blessing. Once we're able to master that skill, well, dog on it. <laughs> That's love. And I want to get to that point. You know, God is still working on me. Because I can be Miss Petty Boots, honey. Look, this tongue right here, I, <laughs> I am saved. But God is not through with me yet. Let me not fool nobody. Because Kendra, ooh, I can slice you up with some words. But I don't want to do that. I want God to teach me how to love like he loves because God loves me the way that he does and it's endless and there's no conditions to it and so I I just wanted to come on here for for a short time to remind you that while we were still in sin Christ died for us and oh thank you Jesus I will never get over that there will never be a day where I will get over that and I'll stop crying about it. Because while we were yet in sin, Christ died. He didn't he didn't wait until we got ourselves together. He didn't wait until we we cleaned ourselves up because the truth of the matter is we can't get ourselves together and we can't clean ourselves up without him. But while we were disrespectful, while we were missing the mark, while we were separated from him, while we were still in our filth, in our sin, in our shame, he died. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. And I'll never get over that because that is the ultimate love. And because of that kind of love, you are able to receive love. And because of that kind of love, my prayer for you is that you pray and have the desire to want to love like that so you can give it to other people. That is my prayer. Y'all, I'm not here to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. But I just stopped by to say that you are loved. And no matter who in your love in your life is showing you love or not, you can have amazing family friends spouses they'll never love you like god does they just won't 
Or you can be on the opposite side of the spectrum where you don't feel valued, seen, or appreciated. But remember that God loves you. And his love is enough to sustain us. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, God, I love you so much. Thank you for loving us first. Thank you for having a desire to be in relationship with your children. God, I pray right now for your sons and your daughters that are listening to this message right now that they are encouraged through the word, that they gain understanding through the word. God, I thank you for the opportunity to talk about the greatest love of our lives. That's you. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Emmanuel, God with us. You're just so good. Your presence is so good. You're so fulfilling. No matter what our lives look like, you are enough to last us eternity. God, I pray for those that are feeling lonely, that are feeling isolated, that are feeling that life isn't worth living. God, I pray that you encourage them through your word. We pray, God, you hold them up through your righteous hand. And even for those that aren't dealing with challenges of feeling love, that you teach everyone how to love like you. Prepare our hearts to receive. Prepare our hearts and our minds to change so we can do your work and love as you do. God, give us opportunities to to be the hands and feet of Jesus in this season. God, I pray that you mature us, that you grow us, and that we are able to find our identity in you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank God. Amen. All right, saints of the Lord most high. I love you all so much. Um, Have a wonderful Christmas celebration. Y'all remember to pray. If your church is having service, go see Jesus on Sunday morning. Okay, I love y'all so much. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed. And-